Okay. Uh, hello, everyone. Good afternoon. Uh, welcome to the second session of CEO class Take for Good series. My name is Patita Asna Sen, and I'm CEO class country lead for Thailand chapter, and I'm your host for today. And we here we have together with me Mr. Alexander Ying, the founder and the CEO of Dressio. Hello, Alex. How are you? Doing great. How are you? I'm good. It's a great pleasure to have you here with us. So thank you so much for your time. Um, so for our audience, please go ahead to leave the questions that you may have for Alex in the Q and A session. So without further ado, let's start. So Alex, can you please tell us a bit about yourself, about the early days of Alexander Ying, and how the experiences in the past uh, have shaped you to be who you are right now? Yes, sure. Um, I, I'm. I started off my career uh, as a consultant. So mm -hmm. uh, in in big data, um, I consult companies like uh, Coca Cola, Johnson Johnson, and PNG. Um, and like the reason why they keep increasing the price is because of me, perhaps in the old days, um, because I kept <laughs> telling them to increase price. So uh, and later I also uh, I moved to in house and worked for. Uh, uh, Um, a big uh, French uh, jewelry company, Cartier. Um, I managed the business, uh, mainly the watches and jewelry wholesale business in Hong Kong, Macau. Um, then I um, grew really tired of it, and then I um, think uh, then I started um, creating my own company. Then later created uh, Drazio. Um, mm -hmm. So it's quite a journey, like. Um, Changing from consulting in uh, being a business expert in retail, then later being a tech founder in tech. Um, so I think, like for me, like I grew up like uh, as a really um, um, curious person, and mm. like I perhaps I'm I'm the laziest. I'm perhaps I'm the laziest person in the world, and I will always find ways to speed things up. And to find like uh, new ways to do things, mm -hmm. so just who I am. But certain, like from from my old days, like I working for a big companies, sometimes it's it's hard to do that. Sometimes like you have to stick with like a really old school uh, method of doing things, like uh, instead of doing some really cool stuff. Like for example, like in the old days, like when my colleagues are doing like um, Excel spreadsheets and all that stuff, modeling, and I was like writing my own program to automate. The whole process, and and but that I I was the only one doing it, and and something that I I think is like who I am, so that's why I I want to uh, create my own company to to um, to apply my um, um, thinking and also my way of work into my own company, and also um, to create new things and benefit the uh, society. Wow, that sounds really interesting. So let's talk about. Uh, Dressio for a bit. So, what is Dressio, and how do you come up with the idea of of creating uh, Dressio? Yeah, um, I think Dressio. We are um, we are specializing in uh, merging AI and uh, exercise science together, um, and we are really specializing in, on um, edge AI, which is like um, we we want to apply AI technologies on. Devices like your phone, and uh, we are really specializing in computer vision AI. So, with just a really simple front-facing camera, or, or simple uh, as simple as a webcam, we can detect your pose. We can detect what exercise you are doing, and also what are the uh, if you are going to uh, uh, incur any injuries and uh, feedbacks and all that stuff. So uh, we are really specializing on, on, on doing that. So we want to make this technology available for everyone. So uh, we make that uh, optimize and uh, uh, tool AI so small and so efficient. So it will uh, be available um, in, on every devices. Um, so uh, that's what Drazio is. So. Uh, The reason I think probably one of the biggest reason why we started Drazio is um, we I met really two uh, really crazy uh, scientists, um, PhD 
uh, doctor, professor, and they are really these kind of things. And um, we, we were talking, uh, they were old friends of mine, and uh, we were talking about how we to to um, how to make use of their, their expertise and also technology. Then um, then we we came down to uh, uh, our current um, idea. Um, of, of course, like we fell, um, uh, uh, we we came up with so many ideas. We fell a, a bunch, then we funnel it down, and later came up with the fitness uh, idea. Well, to to go a bit further on on that, wh- why health and fitness solution? Yeah, I think like um, for for us, um, I think we uh, among all the ideas that we had. Um, This is the most appropriate thing to do during COVID, um, mm. because like the we, first we were not doing uh, fitness because I had experience in retail, uh, data uh, data analytics and also big data. We were thought it, we thought of doing using the uh, computer vision AI to do some kind of experiential technology in retail. Mm. Like putting a really special next generation smart mirror in the in the store and to to to, to for people to experience. But uh, the, the sad thing is, like um, the, uh, when I talk to my old pals and stuff, um, they they all say, "Oh, during COVID, our, our marketing budget goes to like 10% of the original." So the, the, we we couldn't do it. Like um, even we already signed a certain agreements with them. So um, that's why we we think oh, we should pivot to another idea, and we we go back to our first uh, idea board and s- see that we had fitness in there, and um, we we thought it would be a great time to uh, to get that idea out now. Um, also, um, one more thing the, uh, is that um, I used to I I I had um, really before COVID, I think one or two years ago. I had a really serious um, infection, skin infection, and oh. allergy that I couldn't go to the gym. Mm-hmm. Um, my doctors told me that I cannot go to the gym because the gym is so dirty and mm-hmm. and and if I keep going there, I would keep getting infection and allergies. Um, it, the infection was so bad to the point I get it was spread. To other parts of the body, on other my hand, my my legs, and 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 I couldn't go to the gym. And but once I stop, like everything is fine. And um, mm. so, so I always have been thinking about doing some using technology to make something um, entertainment, entertaining, and also uh, good for at, uh, at home exercises, and as well as like giving you the proper um, guidance um, mm-hmm. for exercise. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of a bit a uh, personal experience, and you develop it for for others. Yes. Okay, so that that's really great. And how about the AI technology? So so well, you 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 had experience in in big data. Uh, is it something that you think about yourself to 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 utilize AI, or it's a What you talk to you with your partners, or, or how how you come up with the idea using AI? I think um, I used to, I like for me, I I'm like I'm like a half business, half tech person, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and um, because the reason uh, maybe because my background in big data, I I touch on AI a little bit. I know the right. concept and I know what it is. And later, I when I met my two uh, uh, crazy scientists, um, they 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 are definitely expert on it. They teach machine learning in in college in in universities locally, and they they um, they they have been saying, "Oh, things has been like crazy among mm. these years." And and mm. the the the, uh, the advancement was so great, we could do a lot of things. Uh, for example, uh, uh, computer vision on the mobile. Um, it, there is is something that um, it, you couldn't do in the past, like because like uh, CPU requirement, the mm. camera requirement, the hardware requirement, software requirement. There are so many uh, obstacles, but like uh, these few years has been really really great for AI, and um, that that's why we see there's a really big opportunity to apply those those AI uh, to make something that you all we only see it in sci-fi movies. Yeah. It's it's so pioneer in real life, actually. Well, uh, let's let's get uh, the questions that that just came up. 
so here from Jacob. Uh, what kind of obstacles have you faced as the beginning of running this business? Um, obstacle, oh, there are lots, so many. <laughs> um, I think um, one of the uh, thing early, in the early days, like mm. uh, obstacle, really is um, the the obstacle really is um, the the validation. Um, mm. You because like I think for not I, I have to say that when you come up with an idea. Right. Not many people will agree with you, or see it the same way, because you you have been you fa you are facing this technology, you're facing your idea, you're thinking your idea all day, and you you always think oh there's a opportunity, oh there's always something we can do. But when you go out and you will always face someone arguing with you, like say or, or say I I actually face um someone telling me that um I can do what you do. Uh, at uh, one uh, or, or like one tenth of the price, and I uh, can do it tomorrow, or I can mm. just find, or I can just find a university university student and a yoga teacher, and and I can do it. And and you will always see some people, like even like investors or like professional people, saying these kind of things to you. But uh, I mm. think sometimes you, of course, need to believe in yourself, uh, and mm -hmm. also. Always do validation, like continuously. Continue, like when I meet people, I say I talk about my idea. I always get feedback. I, it's not always like a one-way street. It's always a two-way street. I get feedback from people. I tune my idea and and never stay on like one thing too like like really long. And, and if it's not working out, so um, that's what I'm like. I think is uh, my my obstacle, uh, the biggest obstacle that I uh, used to face. And now like I I. I, I learn how to overcome like these kind of things and try to improve myself. Well, I think it, in my opinion, it it can be a great opportunity for you as well because when it comes to technology, yeah, uh, getting opinions from others it, it helps you to to develop the right products, or the right technology for for people in a in a bigger scope, I guess. Mm -hmm. So so I think it's it's really good for you. Uh, well, how about the growth of the company. Well, what, mm -hmm. what 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 is the most difficult challenge for the growth? I think for the growth is mm. um, I think uh, always like every like every mentor or advisor that we we talk to always come down to uh, the go to market. Um, mm -hmm. as, um, and will people actually pay for your solution? Right, mm -hmm. and, mm -hmm. and, and that's the that's I think the the million dollar question. So if we can solve this, then we we'll be okay. I, people never really question our tech, but it's always mm -hmm. about the go to market. So mm -hmm. uh, for us, like we 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 understand that, and um, when we develop our application, we are not trying to um, market it to the whole world. Like the mass people, we are trying to uh, market it to uh, really specialized people. So mm -hmm. when we launch our first application or the one, the first or uh, the first and second, it's all about like really a small group of specialized people that in needs of this kind of technology. For example, mm -hmm. um, we, we are working with um, uh, physio with physiotherapists mm -hmm. to um, help them to better um, prescribe exercises. To mm -hmm. their patients, um, the, the, I think the one of the greatest um, thing about our AI is accountability. It, mm -hmm. you, like, you, you, you really can cheat on the like the, the old in the old days. You can cheat like oh, for example, you, in the old days, like all the apps, the running apps, and all the, mm -hmm. uh, all the Apple Watch, it's just an as a uh, it's just like rocking your phone or rocking your your. Mm -hmm. uh, it is it counts as running, but mm -hmm. our AI is not like you. You really have to do it in front of the AI for it to recognize being recognized, and it 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 it, it, it merges the accountability into the app, so we can do much more. And uh, people really like can uh, like uh, the physiotherapist can really know if you have done certain exercise, and that's mm -hmm. a really powerful thing for us. And also, like uh, we are also thinking about um, rewarding people um, 
uh, for doing exercise because we know they have done exercise, so we can mm-hmm. work and to to encourage them to keep doing it. So um, that is also something that um, we are working so hard to uh, to achieve. Wow. So, so how how do you reward uh, the people after after they exercise? I mean, they get yeah, that target, I, for example. Yeah, I think for for um, I think our our AI knows like what exercise you you, you have done, and, mm-hmm. and um, so you, you perhaps you earn points like we like a reward uh. points. Mm-hmm. Then you can redeem those reward points in uh, from a from a network of partners. Mm-hmm. That's why we also have a business team um, um, looking around partners. And for example, uh, what if you can use those points to redeem um, uh, certain healthy food or healthy drinks or even mm-hmm. some mm-hmm. equipment? That would be a really great thing. Um, that is also like uh, something we are working so hard to uh, to uh, to do. So because like when you when you think about building an exercise um, app, it's not all, all about movement or physiology or or biomechanics. Like you also need to think about the psychology. Mm. So it's really really uh, something re- remarkable to to think about. Wow. It's it's great that you're also working on on helping on changing to that healthy lifestyle, healthy habit yeah. of, of of your clients as well. So uh, let's go to another questions from Jaku. Well, I would like to ask you, what is your vision of your company? I think um, our vision of a company is to um, to promote physical activity. Um, so, so that everyone will do everyday uh, everyday exercises, and also promoting accountability, because mm. um, uh, every every solution we we are currently building um, has the vision to make everyone move every day, and also mm. making people um, knows uh, account introducing accountability to people. Like for example, another solution that we're working on is uh, for uh, in for children. Um, and you know, like Hong Kong, like or in all of a lot of countries, like the children are not exercising enough. Like mm-hmm. in Hong Kong, like you, you only get like two PE classes per week, mm-hmm. and it's only like less than 60 minutes or something, mm-hmm. and 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 you, it's really below. The uh, average that like ha- the World Health uh, Organization uh, set up, like which is like 60 minutes at least, like per day, and and we also want to promote it to uh, PE teachers and also to parents. It's because like for children, it's all about parents. If the parents right. have this kind of mindset, it's like oh, really easy for the children to get started. Oh, okay. Uh... A bit on on the questions from the audience. Uh, this question is from Siren. What do you think the, about the future of AI? That is worth to learn a bit. I think the AI world is like, of course, like I'm not the real, real, real expert because I'm relying <laughs> on two crazy scientists. So, but uh, from from my point of view, um, the AI, the future of AI will is is getting um, easier and easier. To implement, um, mm-hmm. to, to implement AI into application, um, you, 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 when you are looking at a Google, Facebook, uh, Apple, they all introduce new uh, uh, API and tools for people to apply AI into the applications, to build application, to to build solutions, and it's it's getting easier and easier. And it's not something that you really need a PhD degree to do it. So um, 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 you can actually uh, take a look and, and, and you can work on yourself. And, and I have friends who, 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 who work on uh, part-time to, to make their own uh, application using AI. It's really uh, 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 changing the world. So I think um, a- applying AI is, it will become a commodity, like everyone is using it. Mm. And, and even I think even for computer vision AI, like it's getting easier and easier to implement. So and also like um, it is definitely worth uh, learning um, uh, about AI. Like um, it is not not like you need to really really uh, learn really really deep. But as uh, as long as you have a really good understanding of uh, the whole AI thing, you can think about like what application you can build upon uh, those AI. 
Mm. All right, so uh, move on to next questions. Um, well, talking about yourself and and the process of of having this startup, well, I believe self doubt it's not uncommon among mm-hmm. among any startups. So questions like, are we on the right track? Are we relevant? Or are we growing? Have you ever had such moment like that? And how how did you manage it? How how did you overcome those moments? Yeah, I think I think about that every day. So um, um, I think. I think it's not about it, um, are you in the right track or something. It's how you think of new ways to go back to the right track. So uh, because mm-hmm. I think the society and your user, your client, change every day too. Like perhaps next day, like they would, they they will love your uh, uh, they love your uh, uh, solution, but the uh, next week they will not. But that's why, uh, as an entrepreneur, you you really need to uh, think, uh, be flexible, and think of mm. about solution every day, and to overcome those challenges, and to uh, talk to people, to learn new things. Because for me, like the reason why I become a half business, half tech people uh, person, is that I I kept learning. So even uh, I I have no background. I'm not from a computer science degree. Uh, I have a business degree, and and I still learn. Like from uh, that's why I can come to the office. I talk to the AI team. I talk to the uh, solution team. I know what they are doing, and I can give them guidance on how to how what direction we are going. Like how to resolve that. I know what people to hire to overcome those challenges. Well, that that's very interesting, and and I think it's uh, we we can ask questions uh, from from Jacob here. Uh, what is an age of your team comparing to other companies in that industry? I think for um, I think our age uh, is that we are although we have like two crazy scientists working in the company, we we are uh, working really differently. Um, in mm. terms of uh, our our, pro- our approach to AI, um, some mm. people will work top down. Like a lot mm. of people work top down, top down. Like the, you have the technology, then you think about what solution, then you mm. go downward to your clients. But for us, is our process was actually like reverse. We 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 have a, we have a special like we have a dedicated. Uh, chief experience officer uh, looking at user experience because for us like it's all about experience because we we understand that like when we launch certain solution the client is not gonna worry about or care about the AI it's all about experience so right. when, so when we develop our, our solution we, we we do a bottom up approach and think about user experience and we, we work uh, work upward and we also mm-hmm. um, Tune our, we will also tune our AI so specifically to each uh, exercise. We are not building uh, AI that's one for all. There are a, a lot of uh, of our competitors are building mm. AI that's one for all. So, mm. but, but the, one of the one of the uh, disadvantage is that you are missing out a lot of like opportunities, and also um, uh, you are so- not solving certain uh, problems. For example, like uh, one of our competitors uh, built an AI so efficient, so fast that they can track intensity. Mm-hmm. Um, so, um, so you, 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 it's really good for like a really um, high intensity training and other stuff. So, where people, are, so they they are targeting uh, people who are doing like high intensity training. But but later on, they found out that like uh, they 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 face a problem that a lot of people switching to doing yoga. So uh, yoga is not a fast exercise, and okay. they can their AI cannot track like properly really mm. fast, like really slow uh, exercise. They they mm. can because they their 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 system was like rewarding you only when you do fast. Mm-hmm. So so we are not that. So that's why I think that's our really different edge. We we approach each uh, uh, exercise differently. Uh, individually and specializing uh, to tuning our AI into that size. Well, I think that's why uh, Ratio is so successful, in in my opinion. And and you are a multi awarded company as well, being the winner of IPA IP Hash two thousand nineteen two thousand twenty, 
where your company has won the technology patents from Nokia. And apart from that, uh, you are the winner of IT and Smart Tech Focus Asia Award of HKUST Chino $1 million Entrepreneurship Competition 2020. So, wow, that's that's incredible and, and congratulations. Uh, well, how do you prepare your company for these competitions and how the impact of being the winner has towards your company at the moment? Um, I think, like, in terms of preparation, um, for us, like, really, um, we, we, uh, we are not, actually, we, we, we approach each competition really um, uh, seriously. And also, mm-hmm. um, we, we, we analyze the, the, um, the, the problem statement from the uh, competition really carefully. And also, um, um, also tailor our solution or an our presentation in, in like for that specific uh, competition. I think especially for IPH, um, mm-hmm. I, because um, for IPH, actually, it is you really need to introduce your solution so that uh, you can make use of those patterns. Um, mm-hmm. we, um, that's how I think we. That one of the reason why we um, we we won't is that when we give out our presentation. Um, uh, to to the judges, um, they they were surprised that we actually customized so much of our presentation to the uh, for the pattern for the competition that uh, we they we also showed them our dedication um, because sometimes like when investor or judges look at uh, a startup, they also like look at the teams and and if you are really serious enough. And mm. uh, it's also something that uh, really important because if you if you are giving out s- stuff that are really generic, then um, they they think you are not serious enough. And um, that's all. That's one of the uh, really uh, big criteria for this kind of stuff, even for uh, future uh, pitching to investors and uh, a lot of panels. Mm-hmm. And, and do you think being the winner has any effect on on your business right now as well? I think yes. I think yes because um, I think competition generally, um, mm-hmm. of course, like um, uh, uh, recognizable competition mm-hmm. generally, give uh, startups a really uh, leg up. Um, mm-hmm. uh, after because we we after before we um, uh, won the competition, we we actually talked to so many people and. You, you you know you know that people's uh, people people's enthusiasm is not as great as after you won the competition, mm. and uh, you get actually get a lot of exposure, and also uh, people are willing to talk to you more. Mm. And um, if you are, and also like um, you, uh, there, there's also a lot of things happening afterwards. For example, the the competition organizer um, will work with you to to further uh, uh, to develop uh, develop a relationship with you and also marketing. And if you are uh, proactive enough, you can actually leverage a lot of free uh, marketing uh, with those people and those organizations. Um, that's how I think that's what we did, and and I think it really helped us um, to uh, save a lot of uh, resources. Well. Uh- I believe whether or not you win the competition, I think it's a it's a great open door for yeah. for everyone joining the competition, right? Well, you you mentioned a bit about hiring people into your teams, and and here we have the questions from Mishit. So, what is the number one aspect that you look for as a trait in all your employees when bringing them onto the team? Um, I think the number one aspect is um, perhaps flexibility. So, uh, we are a startup, and there are a lot of times that uh, a person needs to um, handle multi-task, multi-task uh, into like on on different aspects. Like for example, um, when when uh, when we hire a, a, a UX UI designer to uh, develop uh, some design for our apps, we actually uh, uh, um, we we actually ask. Uh, that designer, uh, are you willing to um, also learn about uh, a little bit of coding, like uh, front-end coding? Um, mm-hmm. um, since like um, uh, that's also um, one of our criteria when we're hiring like UIX designer, um, do we want a designer to be flexible, so um, to to not only design but also can like talk to developers. 
and uh, that's also something when we hire someone we always like go a bit further and ask them oh are you willing to learn certain certain things um, mm-hmm. see if they are willing to uh, learn new things and also be flexible um, so which is which is which is a good thing because like mm-hmm. for example um, after we have done this like uh, we uh, uh, a lot of like um, uh, design software started to introduce plugin to generate codes from designs mm-hmm. which save us a lot of time but the thing is the designer need to design it really well for the code to be beautiful Mm. So it relies on the designer to design according to the guidelines, the coding guidelines. If the designer doesn't know how to code, then you know, the code generated from the design software would, would be sucks. Like you need to rework everything. So which is a really good thing that we thought of this and we asked our designers willing to learn. And now uh, when the feature comes and he, he uh, he's willing to, he's, he's able to uh, also um, learn about uh, also do uh, what we want to do and design things that according to the guideline and also now like when the designs can translate to code immediately with, with one click well that's amazing uh, well another questions came up from Zakup if you could get back to the beginning what would you have done differently um, I think um, I think I would definitely I would definitely um, open my mind more to talk to people mm-hmm. more because um, mm-hmm. uh, when when you start your own idea like that's your precious like most precious uh, procession right like and right. you sometimes you would get like a really uh, shielded from mm. the outside world and and that's mm. that's what I first started was and and i think like for me i i kept learning and i i, I realized like even, even though i'm an in i'm an i'm an introvert like i i need to talk to people i really need to especially i'm the ceo of the company and i and that's what i did and i kept talking to people to validate our ideas to get advice and and it's something that i i learned really hardly because like uh, first like uh, we, we were like oh we close our doors and we lock ourselves up and we can do it in the next day and like in the week and we can deliver but it's actually you can never do that and um, you can re- you really need to talk to uh, people and sometimes like talking to people will makes a really big difference since uh, you might find new partners you might find new uh, uh, new strategic suppliers we can you all you can you might find some clients too so um, so that I think um, definitely like be open, talk to people. Like some, of course, some people would give you negative uh, feedback, but always learn. Mm-hmm. Well, the, the most important thing it's it's you realize what what you could have done better, and in that, yeah. and now you have improved a lot. So uh, let's talk about COVID pandemic. So Gracio was founded in 2019, then the world suddenly got hit by COVID outbreak at the early 2020. So, what was that like for for such a promising company like yours? Can you please share with us the impact that the company has experienced previously? Um, yeah, I think like for us, it's is a really quick, uh, quite big impact since. Uh, wow. And I mentioned uh, um, our first our idea was not wasn't even for fitness. We were using uh, to, we were planning on doing solutions for. Um, for, for, for retail, for, for, um, for experience. And, and um, that is something that we uh, found that is really hard to do during COVID um, uh, because like every retail mm-hmm. store is closed and even like all, all the budget, mm-hmm. all the, uh, uh, all the budgets were, were gone. And we were even mm-hmm. partnered with um, uh, a wedding gown company. Uh, just for a moment, everyone. Well, Alex is, is coming back. Like, uh, I middle of COVID. 
so. sorry signal is not really good right now okay should be fine now oh all right yep. uh, well then then during the the difficulty uh, of covid did, did you have to make any difficult decisions or or you see yeah. it as as an opportunity that it unlocked in itself Yeah, I think like um, like, like I said, like um, we 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 were sitting there and mm. thinking about like we should pivot, and uh, and we kept uh, looking through our, our drawing board and ideas uh, board, and uh, we we thought we thought like we we should pivot, and and there's nothing we can do. Everyone tell, uh, tells us like well like the retail technology is like is is not. Uh, it is is it's hard to do like in this kind of days, and mm. um, you, you you can continue, but it will take some times for for you to recover, and mm -hmm. uh, that's why like but but good the good thing is that uh, we we kept talking to people, mm -hmm. uh, we, we joined events and also um, some hackathon, and one of which is um, the uh, the competition that we won, uh, they the IP hatch they they uh, they had a IP hackathon or something. And mm -hmm. uh, we, we met some really um, senior uh, experts and and talking mm -hmm. about that. Uh, advisors, and we later uh, get advice from them. Then they they also suggest like, oh, let's do it and do that. And um, that, then that's how we uh, pivot from doing the original idea to uh, to fitness. And once we pivoted to fitness, we enter the competition and won. So so that's something that uh, that's good for us. Right. Um, this question is from Jakub. Where, where do you see your company in five years from now? I think in five years, um, we are not uh, limited to just doing pure uh, fitness recognition. Mm -hmm. um, our, our, we we are actually advancing our AI um, and computer vision capability to also going to uh, detect. Uh, Uh, biometrics data so um, something that we think is really useful uh, for all our solution as well since um, for fitness it is really great to also detect your uh, heart rate your blood pressure your oxygen uh, situation uh, and all that and and currently you can only get that if you have a, a wearable so but but the thing is like not everyone Like uses a wearable, and mm -hmm. and that is something that we we think that uh, if our computer vision capability can advance to a point to detect those, that um, that is that would be a really great thing for us too, um, and also it opens a lot more doors for us to towards a more professional uh, solution. So mm -hmm. just our long term uh, um, goal to to go into that that, that direction as well. Mm -hmm. Well, that that sounds exciting already. So I I believe everyone is looking forward to it. Uh, well, how about the future in general? What what excites you the most? Um, I think um for the future, I think um for us, like we first started off thinking about we can do uh, the solution ourselves, we can do the application ourselves. But the thing is, we are also seeing a lot of people contacting us. Mm -hmm. Use our, our AI capability. Want to use our AI um, to to make their own um, uh, solution. So I think mm -hmm. in the future we will all. Uh, that's why we are also opening up an, a B 2 B arm um, to talk to uh, those clients who approach us to also uh, uh, franchising our technologies to them and help them build their own solutions. And I think there will be more and more and more um, uh, application coming out uh, using computer vision AI um, to, to help people doing fitness, to health, physiotherapy, injury prevention. Wow, that sounds very nice. Uh, well, let's switch to audience questions. Um, this question from Mitchit. What other CEOs do you look up to? What other CEO do I look up to? Oh, there are quite a few. Um, I think um, I think 
uh, if I if you if you really have to uh, if I really have to uh, say one that's more the most memorable is perhaps the CEO of uh, I'm not I'm not sure if he's still the CEO but um, uh, uh, Jack Maher um, from mm-hmm. Alibaba. So mm-hmm. I think um, I think he he is he he one a lot of uh, a lot of his philosophy actually resonate with me. And for example, one one uh, during one of his like uh, a talk and presentation, he he uh, talks about how to become a, a, a CEO. Like what's what trade a CEO needs to um, in order to manage uh, a big tech company. Um, he, he gave an example that um, there are four types of people in general. And there's one that is like reckless, but doing do things really fast. Mm-hmm. Um, they, will, they, they will fight for you, but they are fearless, but they are reckless. Then the other person is like read a logical, um, but uh, they they're really focused. When you give them a task, they will always do it and will never deviate. Um, the other, uh, the the third one is um, there. There's some people that who are uh, more um, uh, um, emotional and also mm-hmm. uh, looking for, always looking for uh, parties, looking for uh, excitement. And there's always uh, the fourth one is um, um, uh, more harmony, looking for harmony. Like mm-hmm. oh, put down your guns, put down your knife, and we just talk about things. Uh, sit down together and talk. Mm. And he, he, he mentioned this because um, he, he said like when you manage a company, you will see all for these kind of people. And there's also like people that are, who are mixed, uh, who are like oh, logical, but yeah. but you mm. always see these kind of people. And as a CEO, you need to really understand and you learn, need to learn about like who they are. And if you are talking to someone, who, if you are talking to an employee who are logical, don't talk bullshit. Like <laughs> talk logically. And yeah. If you face, if you are, if you are talking to someone who are fast, talk faster and and don't 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 talk like a, 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 a turtle or something. And uh, that's like uh, something that I learned really uh, like really personally that I think is really true and I actually learned re- a really similar technique back when I was at Cartier managing mm-hmm. people um, mm-hmm. they spend they spend like a couple uh, thousand dollars uh, sending me to a management consulting company uh, learning about this stuff and which is like almost the same thing to, as what he said and uh, now I'm managing a, a tech company here and and I really see that really useful and uh, that's why I would say uh, Jack Mart. Well, that's impressive. Well, uh, we have another question, which is pretty uh, relevant as well. From Takup, if you chose your one specific leadership trait that moves you forward, what would it be? Um, I think um, for me, it would be uh, focus mm. for, for me. Like, um, I'm, I'm a logical and focused person person so mm-hmm. um, like for me like I, I, I I'm, I'm really focused on my goal and uh, vision um, that's why I, I a lot of people are looking up to me and uh, ask me for direction all the time even I'm not that kind of person even not I'm really even even I'm not the really 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 tech guy they will ask me questions for direction and um, because like I, I'm focused like that's why I'm leading the company I I'm the mastermind of everything and um, when they, they have uh, when they have doubt on something they will always ask me um, I think that's why uh, that is also like one of my advantage and because I'm focused like when people are distracting themselves and they will uh, get back to line according to my direction Oh, that's that's a, a big impact trade, uh, I believe, because in in this very fast world right now, with social media and all those changes around you, and you can still keep focus to to your uh, direction. Well, that's that's a very great trait. So, uh, move on to another questions from Mitchit. Who or what has shaped who you are? Who or what? shape who I am I think um, perhaps I um, I think my previous empl- uh, my pre- my previous employment at Cartier mm-hmm. um, has shaped who I am mm-hmm. since um, when I was at Cartier 
um, the pressure was so high, and I'm working with like some like so many brilliant people managing um, uh, millions of dollars uh, 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 um, of sales, and and one click of a button is a couple million gone, and and uh, and also I work with people who are really um, really smart and also uh, do things really really fast. And and I like for me like I'm an introvert and starting off and also um, I I used to think I spend times to think before I say things and and sometimes then and, and working at Cartier is something you, they cannot tolerate and that's mm. that's how I understand myself where I am I really I have like a self realize like an AI like a self realizing. Um, who I am and and how to adapt to uh, different people, uh, um, because like when you like it gave me a really good opportunity to understand who I am, also how to manage and also um, uh, uh, manage people upward, downward, and upward uh, and all the all different kind of directions, and uh, how to tune myself towards other people and how to be flexible. Oh, okay, so. Uh Let's move on to the last questions from the audience. So, from uh, sorry, let, let's go for this one first. So, from Ryan, what what is the day to day like for you as CEO, and what is the biggest challenge you are trying to solve now? Um, my day to day, like for me, like um, I I usually come to uh, to work to the office. Um, I'll usually get a. a Brew a really uh, big pot of uh, home uh, 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 drip coffee that are uh, um, for me like to start off. Like I'm, 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 I'm. Uh, I, I drink coffee to relax, not really to get a uh, uh, to get up to so, energize. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So because like I'm, I'm, I, I get energy like really easily. But sometimes mm -hmm. if I have too much too much energy, I would get nervous. But on the other hand, like drinking coffee makes me like. Kind of like um, uh, relax, um, and then I will uh, start off like looking for emails and uh, replying emails, and also uh, doing uh, meetings, and also go through uh, things with each of the teams. Mm -hmm. um, since um, I'm the mastermind, so I'm, I'll go through with the AI team, I'll go with the application team, I'll go through the partnership team, marketing team, um, to to um, to ensure everything is all right, and so give again also give out like uh, proper direction. Um, then the rest of the day, I will work on my own stuff and like and see if any team needs my help because like we we're still a startup. So uh, as a CEO, I I'm it's not like I can manage people and that's it. I need to get my hands dirty and help out on something. Like even sometimes coding on some of the stuff if uh, things are too hectic. So mm -hmm. um, so that's like my typical day. Um, so and for uh, what is the biggest challenge you are trying to solve now? Um, my biggest challenge is that um, currently uh, there are we, we, we didn't plan on um, really a B2B route first like firstly but now like we are getting clients from the B2B side and uh, I'm actually preparing a really big presentation tomorrow for, for a really big client in Hong Kong to um, to they, they 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 actually found us on the web and and call us uh, and I was so surprised that such a big company we just found found us and sent us email through the info at uh, Drezzle that I, I I never thought someone would actually use it and and apparently <laughs> they do and uh, that's why we are presenting to them and to talk to them about, uh, to to give some demos of our technologies and uh, that's the biggest challenge uh, hopefully I will overcome it and get the deal. Well, that sets out pretty promising for you. So congratulations yeah. as well. Well, uh, I have the, the last questions for today. Uh, what advice would you like to give to, to fellow entrepreneur, especially young entrepreneur or, or to any young generation who wants to find their purpose, to have their growth, to, to go forward? I think for um, for young people, I think to start to learn um, uh, 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 certain like special skills early on. Um, like for example, um, I really encourage young people who are interested to learn coding um, early on. Like for example, like uh, Harvard, Harvard has a course called CS50, 
Um, mm-hmm. it, it's actually uh, they they have this course every semester, and it's and it's actually uh, free for everyone. You can actually go on YouTube and watch their lecture, and mm-hmm. they encourage like the age of above the age of twelve to 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 start learning from them. And and it's actually a really good start for for people. And also, when you start earlier, perhaps when when you start earlier, like coding, the perhaps like when you when you graduate from high school, your skill set will be better than someone who graduates from undergraduate. So um, and also um, try to learn things yourself. I don't think um, because I think one of the uh, most difficult thing currently I'm facing, other than like the business, is that hiring. Because um, Hong Kong, like I think a lot of people, a lot of countries do to as like uh, we are lacking of uh, technology people, um, and we, it's hard to f- hire uh, developers and engineer, and and f- so that's why I think like uh, going to that route route is is a no brainer. I think even doing business is is good to learn coding too. So for me, like I graduated from a business degree, but I also know about coding. It, I, I can do like a lot of stuff, like automating my tasks, like doing analysis and uh, a lot of stuff that is faster and more efficient than other people. So, uh, so I would say like to start learning uh, earlier. Um, so uh, about technology, uh, coding, and everything. Well, thank you very much uh, for today, Alex. Uh, It, it's such inspiring session, and and me as well. I I'm sure after this I will search for CS50 course yeah. and and learn as well. So thank you very much for your time, and I hope all the audience enjoy, and I'm sure they will. Uh, and thank you, and congratulations for for all the success that you have, and uh, good luck for the future. Thank you. All right. Thank you so much. Thank you. Bye bye. Have a good evening. You too.